Everybody, and welcome to Tell Me About That special live in person. And by in person, I mean online 50th episode <laughs> anniversary special. What is up, everybody? It is great to see you. Let's go. Um, yes. So, Big as up. you all clearly see, you can see all three of us, and we can see every single one of you. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know we've done a lot of cool intros on this show before. So, and it's been a shame because you haven't been able to see us do it. So, as a special treat to you, and to prove that we were not yanking your chain or bullshitting you, we are going to do right here, right now, 100 push-ups. Right, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Right. Twelve. You guys are still going? Whew. Oh my god. One hundred. Man. Whew. That was tough. Oh my goodness. Wow. You guys do that again right? right now. I could do another hundred, but I won't for the sake yeah. of time. Yeah, time, brevity, you know, all that good stuff. Oh my gosh. Well, there you have it, folks. Um, now that you all know that we are one hundred percent truthful in everything that we do in this podcast, mm -hmm. I think we can continue on. Um, and besides, I mean, that's gonna do it for us. That's it for the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah thanks for thanks everyone for joining us. Have. Yeah, really appreciate you coming out to our fiftieth episode. We figured we'd keep it brief as a little uh, treat to us. <laughs> <laughs> our, this one's our day off, really. Yeah. yeah. hundred is why, a regular day for us. Why don't you guys us. do a podcast for us this time? Yeah, that actually, actually we got to call her in now. It's like <laughs> <laughs> he says, "I want to do the podcast." Oh, and his name. Brent. 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 About this Brent character, I, Ryan. Right, yeah. What's that? Yeah, Ryan. Tell me more about, about this Brent. Yeah, Brent. Uh, he's actually a friend of mine um, from back in middle school. Uh, you know, we used to, like, hit the playground hard together. We kind of ran that place. Um, you know, we would be like, we'd walk outside the doors from the cafeteria onto the playground, and everyone would just stop and turn at us. Um, we kind of commanded a presence, if you will. And yeah. uh, I actually am pretty much intimidated by anyone named Brent. That's a right. strong name. And I uh, honestly, I'm, I'm, I've never said this before. I kind of just rode his coattails. So I, like, it, honestly, he should be doing this podcast. He says he Ryan, wanted to, you but done, you could have had complete control of that playground. If you had just kicked that kid's ass right in the middle of the, the yard. But the, th the thing is, I knew that I couldn't. He intimidated me. He just invited yeah. me into his clique. Of him. You'd be surprised, you know, prison, you know, prison. Oh, <laughs> prison. Playground, well, that's, that's, that was later. Playground antics are often fake until you make it. And I think and that's you'd be surprised how often people there are faking it. And he might, Brent might have bamboozled me. Sternum. Yeah, I might, I might have been bamboozled by Brent. <laughs> I know, uh, I know at, at my school, we used to, to handle things on the wall ball court. I don't know if you guys ever played wall ball. It's where you throw the ball. Oh, yeah. And then you got to touch the wall before the other person throws the wall again. Whew, we laid down the law there. I'll see you at the wall as you put <laughs> on your pants. And as you said that, in the middle of the cafeteria, everyone goes, ooh. They actually like, spread the tables, it parts, and then <laughs> right there you play. You pl you played Let's wall go. ball in the cafeteria, in the lunchroom. <laughs> you're getting there, you're sitting there in class the day before, or like the day of, and you're just. Yeah, you're warming up. I've the, the, for, the teacher's like, what are you doing? Sorry, like I. My head's in the game right now, Miss you've heard, J. You've heard of shadow boxing. Now there's shadow wall ball. The next new craze. Yeah. 
So I don't know if you notice, and you guys don't see me doing this often, but I'm wearing a hat. And you I don't do I don't do that hat. a lot. I'm now a hat guy while big I have long hair. Because long my hair, hair has become hat. uncontrollable. I hate how it looks every single day. I can't I can't figure out how to control it. So I just decided to put a hat on. You know, I actually like within the past four days have figured out how to make sure my beard stays like straight and doesn't flare out. Yeah. Which is great because I for the first time in fifty episodes have to be on camera, as I mentioned before. <laughs> Uh, so I was really worried I was going to look like a complete and total dingus, but luckily, uh, as, as a, you tend to do, it seemed to work out today. And B, I figured out the, the secret, which I obviously will not tell you because it wouldn't be a secret then. Well, did it have anything to do with all those like Venus flytraps you had in the basement? Hear me! Oh my god! Well, I, wasn't, I wasn't sure if that was it Jeremy. or if it was your other project where you were. percent of it, Jeremy. You gave oh away the goodness. entire secret. There was Wait, no someone shut the stream down. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> cut the stream. Take the vod down. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody clip it. <laughs> wow. Jeremy, how do you how do you feel about hats? Because I've seen you wear a hat every so often. Oh, I have a good five panel hat, dude. It's like, I want I want to wear a five panel hat, but I feel so unconfident because it feels like it's not going to fit my head correctly. Like it's, it's, it's <laughs> I feel like it's going to sit on my head more like a yarmulke than anything else. And I, that's I don't, fair. I don't you want know, that. That's fair. Her mom is Jewish, so so I, I, I do have fitting. a little bit of right to. <laughs> I'm allowed. I was gonna make fun of you for asking Jeremy about hats because it's not like fuck wants to talk about hats. But then I realized that Jeremy owning that five panel hat is is actually like when he said it, I was like, oh yeah, you do have that five right? panel hat. Like I got it's, excited about it. It's distinct. It's very distinct of Jeremy to have that five panel hat. Classic Jeremy look. I wear a lot of hats, say. but that's just because I can't go outside um, ever without <laughs> my head being in right. danger. You'll lo you'll literally wind. lose your head. It's true. Burnt scalp is not a thing you want to experience. I, can I can't imagine. It's bad. But that's okay. We don't want to talk about bad things here because it's our 50th episode. Yes, sir. We've I never don't know if anyone's bad things on the podcast. No, never once. <laughs> I've never brought the show down in mood. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I think with that, um, you know, since since it's our 50th episode, uh, it's a special one. And what better way to celebrate a special episode than to bring on some special guests? Our first guest is, uh, he's kind of our resident artist, if you will, um, Mr. Landon Baker. Uh, so just give us a little bit and we will bring him right on. All right. And here we are back with our special guest, Landon. I'm going to update the panels, the name panels live because it, it, it decided to switch itself. Uh, oh, we yeah. forgot to say our names at the beginning of the oh, podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> and there was, no, there was nothing on the screen to tell anybody. Oh, Oh, geez. we are fools. Oh, man. Oh, Rookie man. mistake. Oh. It's like you guys haven't been doing 50 of these things. Honestly, I, honestly listen, it, it would be it'd be weirder if we did say our names. Yeah, that's, that's, fair. True. that's true. That's and fair. Listen, I'm going to take the blame for it because I have done pretty much every intro to this show that we've done. <laughs> <laughs> and I've forgotten every time that somebody's forgotten to say the names, it's been me. No, but that's <laughs> that's perfectly fine. But Landon, I introduced you as our resident artist because you've made a few um, art pieces for us uh, in the past. Yeah, yeah, I think you could consider me a uh, number one fanboy, uh, art connoisseur, whatever you want to be. This time... 
I am the photographer, and I've been working on these pictures for a while. Uh, I apologize they're a little late, but the Halloween episode, I got some great shots of the triathlon teams of Ryan and Jack's triathlon team. So let me see if I can screen share really quick. Incredible. While he's screen sharing, you heard a piece of of Landon's work earlier in the stream. Yeah, that ad. That was Landon's. Oh, my gosh. Landon, I don't know if I've gotten to tell you specifically how much I appreciate all of the things that you've created for us here. Um, Oh, no. Oh, thank you. (laughs) It's uh, First of all, Brapa was a total inspiration to me. (laughs) Okay, this doesn't. Hold on. Let me. I, I I effed it. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Here, I'll just turn the overlay off. That's you know what? That's fine. Jack, I appreciate all the all the condolences. <laughs> sorry, I'm watching the I'm watching it fall apart on my other monitor. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't figure out there how to go. actually. Can you guys still nope, see the yep, photo? Yep, we can see yes, that. Yes, 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 perfectly okay. fine. Okay. Well, I'm so excited. here we have the lovely banner from the 2020 Summer mm-hmm. Halloweenter Olympics. Nice. As as That's they were a titled. Long eye for sure. Long eye. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. So first up, we've got uh, oh, the, the, the swimmer, Jack, Jack Swimmer, the oh. polter or uh, paranormal girl. Yeah. So she she's getting ready to jump in the pool. She's got a lot of energy, a lot of good energy. You can oh, see no. that on her face. It's <laughs> a huge energy. She actually gets a lot of flack, uh, or she did get a lot of flack that that Olympic season because she was wearing clothes underneath of her. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but she's that but, good. Yeah. That's yeah how fast she, she, actually, is. she actually thought it wouldn't be interesting enough and her sponsors would pull out if she won the race too much. <laughs> so she put those on to literally like sandbag her. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, next up, obviously, we have Ryan Swimmer, the werewolf. Mm-hmm. He's the uh, one that did it. Yeah. Yep. Howling out and ready to go. Uh, so he's he's ready uh, to just jump a, right just in. Just right around the... And you know, yep. he's actually, he's actually abs on him. Yeah. He's actually bulked up <laughs> since then. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lot. He's got those long arms for uh, the the row. I don't know what it is. I don't know swimming. I yeah, know you got it. You nope. nailed it. Yep, yep. the yep. row. The row. Uh, next up, obviously, we have Jack's uh, bicyclist, the werewolf. You know, I was He's... I was at first I was a little skeptical of him, but he he turned out to be a great guy. So yeah. I well, appreciate him for what he did. You can it see helped. the raw power in his thighs. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And it really it, it really it, opened up a door for any kind of person to participate in the Halloween or Olympics. Truly. Yeah. Yeah. You can see it's, he's, he gets a little bit extra push off because uh, his legs are uh, about twice the length of the bike to the yep. ground. But you know what? That's all in the, it's all in the strategy. That's he's all in the strategy. He almost looks like a stand up bike. Yes. <laughs> he looks like uh, if you ever saw the, the bicyclist, the video of the bicyclist who like is going down a big hill and he like supines on the yeah. bike seat. That's almost looks like exactly what this yeah, yeah, is yeah, about I know exactly to do. what you're trying to do. Yes, no yeah, 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 yeah. Jack, Jack's Naturally. about to demonstrate. Just yep, like just like that. Is. Now imagine him passing all of his yeah, other racers. <laughs> just like, just like that. <laughs> I'm just like, just like that. Perfect. <laughs> It'd be kind of like that if you did it. If you can imagine that. I, I. <laughs> hey, we don't have to imagine it because you just showed us. Oh my gosh! See, I'm so used to being on the podcast where there's no video. I just thought I was doing that for me. Yeah. <laughs> now you're doing it for everybody. And like uh, I said, next... every time I record, I I get fully into it. Sorry. Go there ahead. you go. That's oh, no, you're good. Next up, we've got uh, a great shot of Frankenstein holding his bike. Uh, mm-hmm. He's got some famous. lights on the That's top a there. That's famous picture right there. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Truly. How, Len, if, a... you, if you don't mind me asking, how much 
did you get paid for this one? Because I know this one ended up in a lot of publications. It did. Uh, I'd like to keep that a little bit closer. You to You know, the that's chest. fair enough. Uh, you know, I, I hope uh, I hope I hope you got paid well enough, though, because oh, I was, like like I've said before, yes. we, we've we've had conversations about this before. Just an mm-hmm. incredible photo. Yeah, abs- yeah, so moving too because of the it really way he captures the essence. Fingers. Yeah, his fingers Truly. in between the spokes like that. That means a lot. Yeah. Um, those those I real think... thick platform shoes really really give him power when he's going up those hills. Yep. Yeah. Actually, there was a bit of a scandal there because uh, apparently he had corked those shoes, so they were kind of hollow on the inside. So it's kind of oh. given, yeah, a bit of a, a weight disadvantage, if you will. Um, but they checked the rules; everything was kosher. Mm-hmm. He was just under the limit, actually. Yeah. So fortunately, that, he was able to compete. And the rest, you know, as we all know, is history. Yep. The uh, as we the, all the know. nice trend that I've been seeing in all these pictures, and and obviously we we we've been in this era of the Halloween uh, Olympic Games for a while. But just the safety protocols that have gone in um, since mm-hmm. the, the big crash, yeah. uh, was it 16 years ago, when yeah. they had the two witches side by side, and then the skeleton like kind of like dove through, yep, and then oh. they squished the skeleton, and then the skeleton went into the witch's body. And it was just like, then they both witches crossed the finish line at the same time so then they didn't know who won was it the skeleton right. was it the one witch was it the second witch like but seeing the helmets and all that stuff it's just so good to see nowadays yeah for sure and, you know luckily not i suppose not luckily but interestingly enough how they resolved that is that when the witch went across uh the skin of the witch crossed the finish line before the bones uh of the witch which were replaced of course by the skeleton which would have made exactly. the skeleton one but since the skin precedes the the bones, right. if you will. I will. Um, and I, you know, I'm sure that someone can fact check me on this, but I'm I'm pretty sure the skin precedes the bones. Uh, is on outside of the bones. Mm-hmm. They uh they won the race. So I mean, yeah, no, that Naturally. that that was the, that was the ruling. I remember that. It's yep. just a really interesting case for sure. Mm-hmm. So uh so next up. We've got uh, Jack's runner. Oh, Mr. Dracula himself. I've never vampire. seen a more fit man. Yes. Yep. Yep. Oh my God. So- sorry, fellas. <laughs> this is peak performance. And uh, he's he's got to keep that cloak on because you know he'll run as hard as he can. But just in case he doesn't make it to the uh, the secrecy van, you want to protect as much skin as possible right. for when the yeah. sun sun comes to. up. So, and then last but certainly not least is uh, Brian's runner. Oh, there he is, <laughs> the champion himself. himself. Yep shot too right in the middle of the race yeah yep. you can uh, you can tell he's really moving and shaking that was a great action shot so, landon he's going uh, next first too he's like Ugh, i yep. gotta, gotta get going yeah robbie robbie and, just uh, asked is that sheldon cooper that's a really good yeah. uh that's a really good point maybe it was <laughs> look, at the, look at all those fools behind him that he's just absolutely dusting by the way just just i mean they cannot handle the smoke you you can't tell by the perspective but this zombie is two feet tall and we're looking up and very far away at the yeah. group behind him. There's, there's about a hundred yards between him and the last racer. It's incredible. This it's, is true. Yeah, I was there. One of the best performances by an undead in the Halloween to Olympics in years. Yeah, I'm glad he was he was part of it. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we All were right, part gonna, of it I'm going to stop screen sharing. I'm going to throw, throw, throw you for a loop. All right. Got it out there. Got it in one. Cool. First try. Wow. Thank you so much for the photos, one. Landon. I mean, Absolutely. I, 
I can't I can't think of a better way to showcase the artwork and the the expertise that you bring to this show. You know, just because people can't hear you on the podcast doesn't mean you're an, you're not an integral part uh, of our tell me about that product. Yeah. The tell oh. me about that audio cinematic universe, if you will, the TMAT ACU. And with, with that, Landon, um, we are willing to offer you a raise of twenty percent from your yes. current pay. So that's what I was hoping for. Yeah. So yeah. I, I hope I as, hope that does well for you. As is the protocol, we chose to discuss this in front of yeah. a lot of strangers. <laughs> <laughs> well, we wanted to. Are we going to do my performance review right now? No, that's tomorrow. This we're, seems like the perfect time. Oh, okay. that's tomorrow. Saying you've been doing great. Yeah. Been awesome. Doing a great job. I'm going to tell you, managers. It warms my heart. I appreciate mm-hmm. it so much, boys. <laughs> and I will try to continue to create art and and capture the most beautiful moments uh, when I feel like it. Because sometimes Cause you, cause I just know, get lazy. You know if it, what happens if you don't, right? No. Well, we'll just uh, we'll we'll leave that for now. We'll we'll discuss that later during your performance you don't, review. Uh, you don't you don't turn on the machine, do you? Well, we might we might not. I don't want to talk about the machine on the yeah. Stream. The machine's it's, a little. Uh, it's a little backwoods kind of. First, you have okay. to meet Jack's Venus flytraps. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, go what? Did I miss that? <laughs> no, no, it's fine. You'll you'll meet them at some point. Hopefully not. Yeah, but you're not you know. going to miss anything. That's for sure. But uh, you know, we didn't we didn't just bring you on to uh, to talk about your accomplishments in the art world and um, your salary and your salary. <laughs> <laughs> um, we did bring you on to uh, join us for. You know, a, a classic game we've played time and time again on this show. Um, mm-hmm. Recently retired. Um, never expired. Never expired. Great, 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 great thing you said. Um, it, it's the WikiHow game. You all know it. You all love it. Could you it's guys turning through words in my head trying to find another word that rhymes, but I couldn't get there in time. Yep. Um, not a denier. Yeah. Um, if you are not familiar, um, I get... I make up, or I get, I get three. Uh, I don't make up all three of secret. them. <laughs> oh, no, oh god! Um, I I bring three WikiHow article titles to these boys, and they have to figure out which one is the real one. So it's like two truths and a lie, but not. So wait, find exactly. out the real one, right? Yeah, that's the one. Find that's out the real one. Two lies and a truth is what I could have said. It's really great that you guys had me on the podcast for the first time today. I really appreciate (laughs) it. So, article number one. Everyone ready? Always. So, Um, so, uh, actually, you know what? We usually have a theme. And when I say usually, I mean like halfway through. We started having a theme. (laughs) Um, The theme today is getting some emergency water. So, like, you know, something happens. Exactly. Something happens. You need to get some water real quick because you don't have any like readily available. So on your eyelids. Article number one is how to get emergency drinking water from an air purifier. Okay. Okay. Ew. Yeah. Article not my number favorite. two. How to get emergency water from a water heater. More of oh, okay. Then article number three. How to get emergency drinking water from your water-cooled PC. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, Ryan, when you said this, I thought you meant in some kind of, like, outdoor situation. Like, 
your yes. car broke down and you're middle of the woods and then you were talking about like water heaters and i don't even remember what the first one was now, and i was like I'm where are those lie. out in the wild that's your fault you know, that's fair. no one's fault but yours. I don't have anything else to say. <laughs> and, and I can see why you're confused because you wouldn't see a water heater in the wild here in the uh, northern United States. Right. You usually see them in Europe out in the... In yeah, they're the not native to the U.S. Yeah. It's so, in like the, the, the Three Bears Cottage, whatever. They got to keep their hot yep. water running, that kind of thing. Yep. Exactly, exactly. So out of the three... I, mm-hmm. I think the most hilarious to imagine is somebody sucking water out of their water-cooled <laughs> GPU. Like, like it's And it's hot water, house. too. It, it's cold in your house. The snow's covered everything. Your phones are dead. No one's coming to dig you out. And you're real thirsty. And you, you're, you're playing a game of Apex Legends because your power still works. But, you, but you your got water the generator, doesn't. You got your generator hooked up to your PC and your and router to, your make PC, sure, yeah. <laughs> to make sure that you can get out to the outside world and you're playing a game of apex legends and you're thinking hmm computer's running a little little cool i feel like i could probably let it you know take a little <laughs> you know, give it a little bit more work to handle and as you're playing you kind of give yourself a little like yeah it's like it's like one of those one of those hats you wear that has like it's, it has like the beer or the soda oh top, yeah and it has the straws coming down long straw yeah, exactly. <laughs> It goes through that. <laughs> oh, it has the yeah, the land of the glasses. The straw glasses, yeah, yeah. You get one of those, just the like the six foot straw that goes down to the PC and you just every now and then you're streaming just <laughs> This might be a little too cyberpunk for us. Uh oh. But perhaps you can kind of integrate your own self into the system of oh, the, the Okay. Loop. So <laughs> you get and this might be a little graphic, catheter <laughs> in the water tube, right? And you, you're gonna, you're gonna have the catheter going in, and that goes to the to the motherboard. Yep. That's gonna go through the GPU to cool it, right? And then it goes up into a filtration system, gets pumped around in there for a while, filtered, and then it comes up to you, into your mouth, and then you've kind of created like a closed loop, yeah, water cooled, human cooled PC. So that you can not only survive, but you can also frag. <laughs> I hate everything I just heard, specifically because I will now be thinking about how that would actually work. See, the, pro- the problem is well, like, right? The, the problem is like, <laughs> I knew what was coming. I knew what you were going to say, but then you said the word catheter out loud, and yeah, I just like, had a, I shuddered. I was it practicing real. like what is it narrative irony or something like that. Something like, you yeah, knew whatever. what was gonna happen, but I didn't know what was gonna right. happen. All right. Well, I think for me, I think I gotta go. I can't imagine you coming up with air purifier. I think the other two you I can see. It's a weird dig, but okay. In your mind, that Ryan, a college-educated adult male, should <laughs> think of an air purifier. <laughs> Yeah, I'm kinda, I'm, I'm I tr- think there are a lot of things that would come up first before an air purifier, and I don't think he would pick it. That's all I'm saying. Interesting. I, I'm gonna go with the one that was not. Oh, sorry. I was. I'm gonna go with the one that was not chosen specifically. Not because not because it hasn't been chosen, but I'm thinking that like a family is stuck at their house in uh like. Jagged said in some kind of snowstorm situation. Water heaters, pretty big. You're gonna get a right. lot of water out of those. Yeah. So if you're looking for some water, I think that's where it's gonna be. 
So I need to put a timeout in the the thing because we keep saying in the middle of a snowstorm, but yeah, no, Rob, snow is I know water. exactly. What you, yeah, Robbie said the same thing. I was I was gonna bring it up at some point, yeah, but I'm glad no, I'm glad I'm, no, glad, so, no, I'm glad it naturally no, came no, up. No, no, it's snow. It's different. You can't drink That's snow. Yeah, different. It's too solid to drink. What if it's all yellow snow? How about that? You eat snow. Yellow, it's it's all yellow snow. Full, not it's, part, not hydrated. It, it came you down as yellow snow. Food, obviously. Mm. Well, All right. you actually lose calories by eating snow and turning it into water. So it's really bad for you if you're out there in the you water. There you go. That's, That's right. a real tip. That's a well, real tip. I mean, you tip. could just let it That's sit a survival pro like tip from 20 TMT. minutes and probably, <laughs> probably smell. But so, okay. <laughs> Mine was air purifier. Jack, you were also air purifier? I'm going to say water cooler just because I think it's funny. Water cooler. Water cooled P PC? Yeah, that one. And then Landon, you're saying water heater. Yep. All right. Let's see what we got. Now... I know Jeremy was doing so well um, at the be at the beginning when the when the series first existed, um, and uh, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but unfortunately, it is not air purifier. Oh no, this is so yeah. It's, it's a shame. It's a shame. If only someone could w could fathom thinking that think of air purifier. <laughs> um, and believe it or not, it's also Fair. not water cooled PC. <laughs> <laughs> I was so ready. I was gonna throw my shit. I was gonna walk away. I, I saw was you so reach. Sure I was you right. reach for your headphones and you're about to rip them you and throw them on the ground. You were on Jeremy so hard that I thought you were gonna be like Jack did it again, baby. Now, pow, you, pow, you, pow. you still can roast Jeremy. That is allowed because he's still yeah, on a losing streak. It's not the same though. Like, See, you boys, you gotta come in with these five head plays like me. You gotta get this big old dome. <laughs> Uh, that's fair. <laughs> well, the, the problem is you have too much. You have too much, Jack. This much. <laughs> Just keep going back. All the way down your neck. <laughs> so yes, congratulations, Landon. You uh, Thank you. you've had your first win in the, uh, the WikiHow game. I am never coming back. I'm never playing again, and I am a hundred percent. That's where I'll end. Can we get some pogs in the it. chat for for Landon? One of the best records on the TMAT WikiHow game that anybody's ever seen. Really Honestly, yeah, he, he's batting Landon. he's batting a thousand right now. Yep, yep. Can't compete with a it. young upstart out of wherever Landon lives. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, right now? Or are you talking ever? I, Both. I mean, if you yes. can give your exact location right now, like address. <laughs> Zip code and everything. Addresses seven seven six seven. Cut the stream! Cut the stream! No, we're in the Steel City, baby. I'm. Steel I live City. right next to Ryan. I've been in Let's that closet go. to the to his right. Oh God! Yeah, I've been in there the whole time. Is that what I've heard? Hold on. I've been keeping myself alive by drinking the water out of my water cooled PC. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why I keep having to refill that? Yeah, you keep hearing. <laughs> I tried to <laughs> knock on my hand. It didn't work very well. <laughs> and he doesn't go to the bathroom because he's got the catheter system. Oh, <laughs> it's oh, a no. closed loop system. I'm it's telling a closed you loop. It's foolproof. Why do we need to find water on Mars when we've just made our own? Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it for one second. Professional gamers are gaming. They're practicing all day and night, right? Because they need to get better. I could practice all day and night too, but if I'm getting up to pee and they're getting up to pee, we're practicing the same amount of time. That's if true. I'm That's practicing true. closed loop, if I'm doing a a, a, C, a, a CLP, little CLP closed loop practice where I where I'm jacked in for the, for the game, I can 
I can play and practice for you can frag forever hours and that's at least probably an hour and a half worth of bathroom time that I've made up against them so we join in a game of Counter-Strike and we see each other I have that much of an edge to shoot him in the head before he shoots me yes sir that's They're pro gaming this across the globe in esports circles it within weeks of this podcast coming out <laughs> yeah, you should copyright right it now. which is right now wow do you want to do you want to copyright or trademark it as jacking in yeah, if you could, yeah, if you can handle that formula, right, as, okay, a, resident, as a resident lawyer as well. If you can, if you can contact the folks from uh, from computers to get that figured big, out, big that PC. Awesome for me. Yeah. Uh, does this does this come with a price or a, a, a salary increase? Yeah, it, it'll be free. Uh, we gotta, we gotta. Uh, we have we to. We're having some here. technical issues. <laughs> Can't hear you, Landon. We're losing you. <laughs> All right. Is this Landon. my cue? Do I jump out? <laughs> this, it was great to have you. We'll we'll talk about yes, your payments you and everything later. Excellent. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> All right, we All right, will be right a, back with our next guest. Been a pleasure, boys. All right, everybody. Um, nicely dressed and here to stay is our uh, first and only guest. I guess now not only guest. Our first guest, Pat DeMarco. Episode four. We talked about a whole bunch of stuff. Welcome, hey, Pat. Pat. Uh, Please go ahead. I interrupted you. Oh, we we can't hear you. Uh oh. Uh oh. We can't hear you. We have a mute. Oh no! Party fouls. Whatever the opposite of pog is, put that in the chat. Well, guys, I'm glad to be here. I dress up as a businessman because podcasting is a business, man. That's true. Absolutely. What I think is the most incredible is that Patrick. It's to change his the time that we talked to him before the beginning of the podcast, like right before, as we were letting him know how it was going to go. And then now he's completely different in a suit. Really love to see it. Listen, you got to address to him. This is the first, this is the first live episode. We got to, we got to impress. So that's true. That's, that's you know, fair high, enough. High bar. Yeah. And I appreciate, I appreciate you doing that. That Pat. <laughs> so uh, I brought a few highlights from, from your episode and I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily want to retouch these, but maybe we can spark so, some joy. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Pat. Did you no, want to... no, I'm ready. I'm ready. You're ready. Okay. He's got so his points written on a piece of paper. We talked a lot about special occasion foods. Ryan was thinking like of something. I forget what exactly what it was, but we Great talked about yes. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> So I have a piece of paper here that says special occasion foods. Thinking I would understand where that came from, but I forgot. So I'm just going to move on. We did talk about dessert stomach, which oh, was... Oh, wow. Dessert stomach. That's very famously... Jeremy, Jeremy's favorite My dessert. favorite thing to talk about that I never look up. And I was going <laughs> to fact check it again, but then I figured why, why fact check it <laughs> why now. Che- why check it? fact check on the podcast. Yeah. I'm going to Google it right now. Um, we Oh, we figured out Jack couldn't close jokes. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> This is one thing I did want to come back to, and it's the mm-hmm. mac and cheese. Uh, oh, the classic debate. The debate now, of my entire life. We had a very strong Team Fork from the TMAT situation. But, Pat, you were Team Spoon. I was wondering if that may have changed or if any of the three of us have changed. Yeah. So I guess maybe, you know, just as a little recap for anyone who might, uh, might not heard the episode, the biggest, the biggest debate of my lifetime has been what utensil do you eat mac and cheese with Mm -hmm. and you know i brought that to the table because i was expecting you know some support from my (laughs) friends 
and they all chose a fork to be the best um, utensil for mac and cheese, where I take the stance that a spoon is perfect for the occasion. And and I would like to say, Jeremy, you know, over time, I've only doubled down harder. Double down. Uh, on that, I love yeah, to hear it. Yeah, I want to. I want to see what you say in in the chat. Let Let's see what you. Uh, let's see what you're yeah, saying. Let's, let's see. We got, we got one fork, two spoons. I don't know if this was Easy brought dumps. up in the original discussion, but a fork is the only mac and cheese eating utensil where you can get four tongs, four little pieces of macaroni slipped on there. Now that's like true. Little, Little and, like, uh, and then all the cheese fork, falls. I'll say it. Fork condiments. I'll say it. <laughs> <laughs> now that was brought up. I, I think. Um, I think one. I think one. Real quick. I think one important thing okay. is, and Landon mentioned this. It depends on how cheesy it is. So I think. I think our differences come from a fundamental difference in what kind of mac and cheese we eat. Because Pat and I live together. For we lived together for one year, but basically lived together for a whole other year next to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, big big fan of like Blue Box Easy Mac cheese mac and cheese in in those in that household. Oh yeah. In which case, I would argue a spoon is much more suited for that because it's almost a soup. That's I think that's but debatable. I think I think if, I th- it I is think if almost you, a soup, your your liquid amount is too high. I think See, they- no, I I disagree because I think I think in that case, in like those kinds of mac and cheeses, you put milk in. And it's very important that you do, and the, that's how that's how you get all that cheesy flavor. Whereas with with a, with with it with a like an oven baked like crusted mac and cheese, you want a fork because it's a lot thicker and it's not going to be running everywhere. How are you going to break through that crust with a exactly? You can't, you can't just you can't just lunch and donk, spoon, donk right? at it. I have a proposition. Yeah, what's up? I think I might be turning to Pat's side because I am thinking you get one of those serving spoons. You put fill that up with mac and cheese. Oh, you wow, just, one one bite. That's a different utensil, though. If I said go get me a spoon and you brought me a serving spoon, I'd be like, an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different. But you thing. would you would technically have a spoon. That's yeah. That is okay. Fair. That's like if I told you to go rent me a car and you came back with a Mack truck that you rented for the day and you're like, it'll get you where you need to go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Obviously not what I want. It's obvious that that's not going to work out. I well, don't have a CDL license. I, I, feel like, I feel like that falls on you more than them because you didn't specify what you want. If you wanted a regular spoon, you should have said, I want a regular spoon. All right. Before we get too far into this, um, Pat, did you have any closing remarks on the mac and cheese um, I'm ready to take it even further. Uh, anything that's like, if I'm eating any food where, like, I'd say like the main const or const constituent of it is like bigger than or smaller than like a quarter. I, it, that's a spoon food. You know what Interesting. I mean? Interesting. Okay. All right. And there we have I it. I can appreciate that. Um, so there is one more thing I want to discuss from that episode. And I was hoping actually, Jack, we could get your, your, uh, take again. Um, so you described uh, to all of our. This was during our discussion about the big urinal in Osmond, and you. Oh yeah, that's you the described one. a urinal. I was just hoping if, to see if you could describe to us a urinal again. Like wait, <laughs> Do you mean I don't know if I remember this bit or not. Was I coming up with a silly variation on a urinal, or was I just trying you, to no, you describe what a urinal is? You know, you just described, I mean, I would say it's a fairly silly description of a urinal. Yes, Jack, I would say it's 
fairly silly. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you're trying to get me to a specific thing here, but I'd say I want to see what you would describe a urinal as right now. A urinal. <laughs> Pretty straightforward question. How I would describe a urinal, right, is if you were to pick up a toilet and rip it off the bottom and then yep. put it straight on the wall mm-hmm. and then just kind of like piss forward onto the wall at that. And that's. So you're already peeing. Someone grabs a toilet, right? Puts it in front of you, urinal. Yeah, and you gotta follow it. You gotta your, follow it. So your, your deal. Aren't you glad you can see me? So yeah. So this so kinda, this 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 makes sense. Have, when I said your deal, you would have no idea what I was talking about if you couldn't see me on right. the podcast. So. Context clues only are only visual. Mm-hmm. If there's one thing we've learned from doing this audio podcast is that context clues only work over a visual medium. Now, um, okay. Quick, I just yeah, I just want to harken back yeah. to the mac and cheese thing because um sorry I I know it's, oh my but no no we haven't we have bra- not had the last word no no we have a brand new take it's why I'm saying this <laughs> oh okay it's a yeah, good yeah. one Lorenzo Lorenzo Valaro from the Bad Snack Server what's up what's up everyone from there um he says he eats mac and cheese with his bare hands like a caveman would do if yeah because ate because and, and I quote I'm just quirky like that end quote. Hey, and you know, fair. you got to hand it to him. I mean, that's sufficient. Yeah, I get it. Hand it to you. Don't have to. Guy. You don't have to do dishes as many dishes after that. Yeah, you put my hand in my mouth for that gag, and nobody, nothing. <laughs> no, we're just gonna let that one ride. Yeah, I guess uh, you know. Next time, I'll just fuck myself instead of <laughs> trying to do a funny joke for the people watching this. Exactly. Show. That that's what I've been trying to say for forty nine <laughs> episodes, Jack. I've been giving it literally my all on this place, and you guys are just leaving me out the dry. Every single time. <laughs> uh, you know, it happens. Uh, not to be abrupt, but Pat, the you have the look of sportscaster down to like an absolute T. Not just sportscaster, on. but like esportscaster. That's what I was going <laughs> yes. Dude, I realized that as I was looking at this with the headset, <laughs> it is truly you, fully you, you got the gamer headset on, the business suit. Yeah. We could plug you into a Counter Strike stream right now, and nobody. Would <laughs> yeah, we the three of us can just play play a game right now and back back and shoutcast it. Yeah, I've been working on my shoutcasting. So, if you would like to blow out the ears, um, if, if you hear any like really good jokes from us, just you know, kind of give us a play by play. Like, oh, what an amazing <laughs> joke by the kid Jack Beam. Really loving his work on the season. Um, something like that. For any but, visual gags going forward, I will do that. Okay, Thank you good. so much. For, for, for the audio listeners. Okay, cool. Um, so we have, uh, we're going to try playing our Reddit game, uh, whatever it's called. Uh, for those of you who don't know, this is where we go onto r slash stupid's questions on Reddit and we try to figure out why the heck this question was asked, what the Redditor was doing, whatever. Um, but our first, uh, our first question would be, what would happen if I hired two private detectives to follow each other? Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Now that's interesting. Immediately. My mind. This person's trying to figure out who's the best private detective. Right. Yep. That makes sense. I think it's. I think that's like because they they one. they need they need a, the best private detective in the in the area, but there's a couple, so they have to you know kind of figure out who's the best. 
And fortunately, their mystery, what they're trying to figure out is like, you know, it's not like a, you know, a needs to be done right now thing. So they have time to fuck around and try right. to figure out who's the best detective in the area. <laughs> they're really well, trying to pull off a murder mystery. Mm-hmm. See, that's that's actually what I was. I, I'm going to go the other direction with it. They're trying to get away with murder. All right. Now, now oh, OK. They're close to the person. All right. So they figure out who's the worst detective. Who then, once you do the murder, you know, you make sure since you're close to the family, you hire that, you recommend that detective, the worst detective. Yeah, wow. I like it. That's that's, just, that's five head right you, there. The way you get to that worst detective is you you hire two detectives to look at each other, and the first one to cap to like find out that they're being followed by the other one, mm-hmm. they win, and then you take the loser, <laughs> right? And you find another pair for them, and the one yeah. who loses out. Is is the one who is the worst detective in the city, and exactly. therefore the one that you want to be solving your murder case. Mm. So this this specifies both. This, this implies two. What I'm suggesting is to going along with Pat's uh, idea of that they are trying to get away with murder. If you hire all the private detectives, there will no one. There will be no one to investigate the murder. So you send them on a goose well, chase. Busy. Ten years go by. Wow. Statute of limitations over. You're right. good. You Interesting. Get, like, a big long Ouroboros of detectives. <laughs> right, detectives eating their own their detectives. Own and, you know, 15 years later, the one detective is in his office and he's smoking a cigarette and he's looking up at a big board right here and there's string all over yep. the place. And he's like, son of a bitch. And he opens his lips up and the cigarette falls out of his mouth and he looks and in the center of the board and everything is a picture of himself. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> It was a me the whole time. Damn it. Literally, all I'm thinking about right now is it like when you played uh, like the, the game where you would like, it's not duck, it's like kind of like Duck Duck Goose, but it's just like a bunch of like, if you, so instead of just having, you know, two of the people like look at each other, you do it sort of down the line until it's a big circle, right? Mm-hmm. And then they're just like, just in perpetual motion. Around in a yeah, circle. okay. Yeah, yeah. Just like a hundred detectives. That would actually be a good game to give to kids if you wanted to like really tie them out. Like, okay, yeah. you're going like, to get the person in front of you. You're going to get the person in front of you. Right. Yeah. No, I, li- I like Texas that. Just created a tornado. That's how they happen in Missouri. That's because <laughs> that, the that's game what... is popular in Missouri. It's yeah. called the Missouri Shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got that one down pat. Yeah, I think we we got it. So the I next one, think of another headspace that that person could have been in to ask that question. <laughs> can't yeah. agree more. And that's why we're moving on to the next question, which is: Is it possible to take out a tank using a bow and arrow by shooting the bow and arrow into the tank gun with a high explosive round in it? Okay, quick question. It says bow and arrow. Yes. So he's shooting with the he's sh- he's hitting the tank with the bow and the arrow ridiculous ryan i that's I don't is, think, is that not what he asked I, he, he said if i hit it with the bow and arrow using a bow arrow by taking <laughs> by shooting the bow and arrow mm. so it does sound like they are implying that you are so shooting he, both the bow he's doing and a, the right, arrow. So he's doing a kind of this thing right you get the bow put on your feet and then you kind of pull back <laughs> yeah exactly let go all the way right just let the whole thing fly <laughs> now the unfortunate part about that is you have to you do have to be pretty close to the tank <laughs> and it's a high explosive round so this now person, okay this my question before we get too far in is is are they talking about the high explosive round in the tank or the arrow is the high explosive 
I, I imagine it's in the tank, right? They got one locked and loaded, and you're looking down the barrel. That's Just what right. I would assume, but I feel like the other way could also you, be we are the, shooting. Can you read that part of the question one more time? Or I guess the whole yeah, question. Yeah, Jack. Um, did you want to say something before I read? I, I would love to make a goof about the you know the the thing that we're doing after you read it. So it says <laughs> it says shooting the bow and arrow into the tank gun with a high explosive round in it. So I'm assuming it's the okay. high explosive round okay. in yeah. the tank. Yeah, gun. I, that sounds that sounds like it's it's a plausible assumption. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. Here's what's happening. Yep. Go ahead. This person is back against the wall. There's a tank way back there, right? Mm -hmm. And they're sitting there. How am I going to take out this tank? I'm going to face this way so that I'm talking into the microphone <laughs> because I'm doing a podcast right now. Like, how am I going to take care of this tank? And they look around and they see like a pile of rocks and they're like, no. And it's like a stick and they're like, no. Right. And they like look over at their quiver and there's one arrow. And they're like, okay, I feel like I could try something here. And they, they start to pull it back like they're going to go up and they go, shit, I don't know if this is going to work. <laughs> right. And then they pick up their phone real quick, and then they're sitting here and they're typing it into Reddit to try to get the quickest answer yeah. possible. <laughs> no, I, I think that makes I think that makes a lot of sense. Alternatively, um, they're inside the tank thinking, "I got this guy cornered. Right. All I gotta do is load in my high explosive round so I but can take what, him out." But what if he has a what, bow and what arrow? Possibly stop me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's just making sure he's got the position. Where you can take his time. He goes, let me just make sure that this one backfire right. on me real quick. Like, uh, what Jeremy didn't see was like the 17 other posts that he was just going through every weapon he can think of. <laughs> yeah. Can you throw a rock into the barrel of a tank to kill it? <laughs> can you throw See, I was thinking about it, and I came to the conclusion that this person... You know how when, when people shoot a gun up in the air in celebrations, like, you don't do that because the bullet's got to come down somewhere? Right. I think so this person's having a little it. bit of celebratory occasion, and they're shooting their bow and arrows out. They're like, oh, crap. What if there's a tank around with a high explosive round in it? Oh, I, I don't want it to go hands. in there and blow up. No, that's that's valid. <laughs> I can appreciate oh, that. No. Oh, I really made a mistake. <laughs> Quick, <Yeah. laughs> before the arrow falls. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely did assume a lot of, you know, malintent with this bow, but maybe they're just trying to look out for the tank. Yeah. Oh, okay. Care for the tank. Nurture the tank. Yeah. A couple right. of buddies are sense. like, oh man, wouldn't Your it be so cool if you could aim your arrow into the barrel of the tank? <laughs> right. I'll load in a high explosive rounds just for the lull. <laughs> 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 you think that this could go wrong? Nah, probably not. Let's Google it just in case. Let's put a Reddit question out just in case. Yeah, it's like Nitro Circus or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I'm... I'm Travis Pastrana, and welcome to Nitro Circus. I'm gonna backflip this tank, and then when I'm when the tank is straight up and down in the barrel, someone's gonna shoot a bow and arrow straight up and get it into the barrel and hit the high explosive round that we have loaded into the barrel of the tank. The tank's gonna explode. I'm gonna jump out and do a sweet somersault, and everyone's gonna cheer and clap. My name do is Travis. Do a sick Pastrana. gainer off the tank. <laughs> do a gainer <laughs> off the tank and land on my skateboard. Travis Pastrana doesn't skateboard. He's a biker. <laughs> well, right? we don't know if he doesn't skateboard. I mean, I'm sure he can. Sure, that's fair. He's obviously extreme enough. Right. That that yeah. The whether you can skateboard is based on how extreme you are. That's a fact. Like, that's Jack a Jack is is legally more extreme than the three of us. Or I I, I don't I don't think you don't know any, if Pat doesn't skateboard. I was about to ask Pat. Do you skateboard? Yeah. 
when I was uh, a young lad, uh, my parents wouldn't get me a skateboard, but wait, they did get me was a miniature skateboard. <laughs> it was maybe a foot and a half long. Okay. Uh, and it had wheels. So I tried to, to uh, do it. I tried to do an ollie on it, and then I fell over and scraped my knee and never touched it. <laughs> yeah, a mini skateboard, definitely more dangerous than a normal-sized yeah. skateboard. I don't know why That's they thought it was okay. They're like, there's no way he'll hurt himself. And then maybe the second time I used it. Maybe there's no way. Let's take the surface area of the slidey thing that he's standing on and make it smaller. <laughs> make it harder <laughs> to... <laughs> put, bring, this, bring, area? bring that center balance way down. <laughs> Less service area with the same amount of wheels. I mean, we just knew that was going to be a bad problem. No, I think I think I don't I, all right. <laughs> any other? Any other? Uh, oh, oh, we got a cat. Ilda sighting. She just ran all the way past. Time. Now but, a small uh, miniature skateboard. Perfect size for a cat, though. Perfect that size. That's true. For Hilda, that's true. I would love to see that. I'll get on that. I should have. I should have. Should have prepared that for the show, for the live show. <laughs> Gabby, Gabby says the uh, the mini skateboard is the smart car of longboards, <laughs> which which I think is a great analogy. Very, yeah, very, very true. I think that's the perfect um, analogy. I think that's that's all we got for you, Pat. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. It has been great having you on for a second time. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the, an the honor. only person too. Yeah, and it, and it'll be the only. Uh, and it'll always be that way if anyone gets Most on. Most likely. If anyone ever gets on the show, like Landon, and they're planning about coming on to, you know, for a second time, I might have to hire a bunch of uh, detectives. detectives to look at each other. <laughs> a bunch of detectives to, to follow each other. I love it. All right. All well, right. thank you so much for joining us, Pat. <laughs> yep. Thanks, Pat. Thanks for having me, gang. <laughs> Goodbye. Lid. All right. We have breaking, breaking news. Breaking news. Lydia's home. Everybody Hello. say hi to Lydia. Hi, Lydia. To, to, to Lydia, who listens to me like scream and yell and make and talk about weird stuff while I do the podcast <laughs> and very rarely makes me feel weird about it. I currently am breaking the matrix and watching this and it's a solid about 10 seconds behind oh, you guys boy. right now. Oh, you're saying it's wild. Love it's it. Huge moves. I screen too, and I get to see myself do the funny. Th I've done a couple of things where I got up and goofed around. Um, and then you saw it later. And, yeah, seeing myself 15 seconds later on the on the monitor is weird. Big. I can't hear Ryan. That's okay. They're actually saying really mean things about you, which is I don't want your ears to hear that because you don't deserve to hear that. Yep, kind that, that's 100 percent true. Are a gem. You are a peach. You are an absolute bag of gold and i will not let ryan or jeremy slander your good name if i know one thing about ryan and jeremy it's that they are cold-hearted and mean yeah yep. they're mean people who are mean to people who are nice to them i guess yes, yes sir skin of course okay, i'm gonna spin move out of here spin move oh, check spin it out move. Oh, spin move. Whoa. oh man if we How'd were doing do audio only we would never have seen that that yeah. was incredible <laughs> Honestly, impressive. Oh, I just saw it again on my other monitor. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jeremy, you want to introduce this? or uh, Jack. I thought Jack was going to okay, yeah, Yeah, Jack is doing it. Go we got a brand it, new game on the podcast. Coming at you hot and wet. First one of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Glad that's back. Oh, man. Um, but it's a fun game, I think. Uh, it's kind of, you know, 
we're kind of setting up a little imaginary scenario in our mind. Uh, and you guys are going to be able to help us decide who is the winner of this imaginary scenario. <laughs> so the way it's going to work is that Ryan, Jeremy, and I have all... I mean, I cannot speak for Ryan and Jeremy, but we were, you know, we planned to bring together three things, three factors of this engagement. Jeremy, I believe it. Oh, no, Ryan, first off, is going to decide our two contestants in this competition. Yep. Uh, Then myself, I'm going to pick the location for the altercation. And Jeremy is going to be picking the event or the competition that these two will be facing off in. Once we have all three of those, we are going to decide, argue, bring up points to see who would come out as the victor. And we, um, we and since this is a live show, we all, we want all of your input too. Yeah, please. Um, we're we'll gonna try and figure out Ryan, who's who's the winner. Mm-hmm, Ryan will be uh, trying to. I guess I can bring up Ryan's stream as well. I have it on mine hosting, but I'll bring over Ryan's. So Ryan, so you want to hit us with with this first part of our three part series of engagement i don't know yeah no <laughs> i uh you know i was i was thinking i was thinking a little bit like who 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 would be a good place to start um and i think it's got to be the classic um we're all we're all in our like roughly 20s give or take um we all remember spongebob See, the show um i do remember spongebob so the show. i i picked as our first two contestants um two best frenemies spongebob and squidward i love oh, wow. it wow you did so you said we're all in our 20s and i said warhol and i'm like hi ooh, andy warhol yeah, no, andy i'm not bringing warhol? i'm not bringing warhol <laughs> okay spongebob and squidward i love it jack yes would you like to indulge us yeah let me just go ahead and say out loud the location that i prepared beforehand and that location is gonna be inside of a they SpongeBob and Patrick have been or SpongeBob and Squidward, excuse me, have been shrunken down to the size of little mini figurines, and they're going to the battle is going to take place inside of a guys, I'm sorry, a McDonald's Happy Meal box. <laughs> okay, there it, there it is. All right. But it's got um, the meal inside. Okay. Yes, yes. Uh so it's fencing. Okay. On hoverboards oh, and the okay. lance is on their head. <laughs> okay. Wait, are, cool. are you do you mean like literal hoverboards or like the, no, the like, ones like we have like the real hoverboards? Ones. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The That's what I thought. Ones. I just wanted to make sure. Mm, okay. Because it's a bad naming convention for them. So I think yeah. hold start right off the bat. SpongeBob is definitely more in tune to fighting by something poking out of his head. First of all, he can just kind of slip the the foil through the holes that's, in his head. That's true. Which gives him a lot more of a stable, you know what I mean? Base. Um, base, I guess, if you want to use words instead of sh- head shakes. Um, <laughs> whereas I imagine Skidward would be wearing some sort of hat contraption, right. which you're just never going to get. It's going to be all over the place. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I, so- I, real quick, I think one thing Squidward does have going for him is he he plays the clarinet that's almost uh uh fencing sword whatever those are called it's called that, a foil. Yes, foil foil okay yeah he it's always it's basically just a thick foil so i think he has some experience foils are just boneless clarinets and i will not hear anything <laughs> else but but i think i think that does give him a slight advantage in terms of how he goes about 
in this competition. So let me paint you a picture here. I agree. I agree very, very strongly that that Squidward does have this you point actually paint advantage. So we are in, in this Happy Meal box, sesame yeah, seed bun, Frenched fries, mm -hmm. and we are Squidward. Oh, what's okay. that? Oh, you know what? I realized my whole thing falls falls apart. Actually, perfect. <laughs> so I was gonna say Squid Squidward can use his arms as distractions and throwing mechanisms to hence distract. But the, I'm pretty sure SpongeBob can just like pump out arms. I think this that is, is canon yeah. to the SpongeBob universe. Yeah. So at one point um, he, he he eats them like popcorn. He doesn't eat. So which could argue that they're not very durable slash stable, and That's you could bring point. back the Squidward argument of the dexterity of having multiple. I'm, I'm thinking of like the like you can't see me kind of deal, but the whole okay. body. Okay. Right? The whole time with his yeah. Tentacles. Now that's interesting. That's okay. Imagine the tentacles would help Squidward get around amongst all the Happy Meal food because SpongeBob's got those two legs, which means he's got to do like. But we're on hoverboards, yeah. and also also oh, SpongeBob's okay. really bouncy. Well, how about this though? Squidward is not really bound by the hoverboard. All right, and this is a big. I think this personally is one of Squidward's biggest things in this fight, is that he's got, he's a squid, right? So he's got six? Ten. Ten? I think ten. Is that, is Squidward the character only has Wait, six, everybody I believe. Stop. Oh, Squidward the character <laughs> only has six. I think squids actually have ten. Squid have ten? That's I think, uh, I we did Jeopardy the other day, and it said I really, ten. I really thought, Oh, you're right. Wow, I thought octopi were the the highest level of legs, wiggly animals. <laughs> they were the dominant species in terms of well, legs. Let's say for the sake of argument, Squidward's got six arms. Okay. Um, that means he's got two normal arms, two normal legs, on par with SpongeBob. That means he's got two more with which he can maneuver. One one arm to maneuver. He's doing a lot of swinging motions. He's grabbing right. the top of the French fries and swinging himself up. And then his other arm is wrapped around the middle of the hoverboard, pulling straight up so that the board stays on his feet. He is given himself the ability to move almost completely freely, regardless of the hoverboard. Whereas SpongeBob is purely terrestrial at this point because he's got to keep his feet on the board. Now, I, I totally see where you're coming from, and that makes a lot of sense. I think one of the things SpongeBob has going for them that honestly could be the biggest game changer is he can take any form we've seen it time and time again that spongebob can contour his body into pretty much any shape and size um and i texas, think for example what's that texas for example yeah exactly he, he he's texas um which honestly might be the best shape to in a joust um it's true but he, he, he can do pretty much anything in order to dodge, bob and weave, um, maybe even take an attack Sponge position. Bob and weave, if you will. <laughs> Sponge, bob, and weave. I will. <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think that's going to give him the big advantage here. I don't think we can discount SpongeBob restaurant experience. SpongeBob knows his okay. way around the Happy Patty, which sure. I would argue is very similar to a, a cheeseburger in the oh, McDonald's universe. That's a great so point. I think you have a lot more 
insider knowledge. Now, Squidward, yes, works at the Krusty Krab, but he doesn't want to be there. He's out of there. He, That's true. He has only had a limited time of eating Krabby Patties. For sure. And has since exploded from a So I think he's got bad memories. That's I don't think point. he likes being around this. Yeah, 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 he's, he's trying to not be in there. He, he, looks, he looks up to look SpongeBob in the eyes, and he sees the burger behind him, and he goes into a thousand-yard stare. Because he right. remembers he's having he's, he's having so non-flashbacks. He <laughs> he's having Vietnam flashbacks. Um, I do want to bring up another good point in that I think a big advantage for Squidward is that he does not fear death. Um, which I think is very freeing for him. So he <laughs> could probably take a lot more risks. Uh, That's a good I point. I say that based on the look that you can see in Squidward eyes. Also, do you guys remember that one episode of SpongeBob where they make a bunch of jokes insinuating that Squidward is about to kill himself, but then like it ends up being something else? He like puts his head in the oven and then he's like taking a cake out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, pulling up a rope and he's like hanging up a birdcage. That's Yeah. I can't believe that that exists. I cannot believe that that's a real thing. That's crazy. Blows yeah. my mind. Absolutely crazy. Now, before we we finish up this debate and figure out who 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 our champion is, Lorenzo brings up a phenomenal point because it, it it's it has nothing to do necessarily directly with the characters themselves, but it's what they can do. He asks what the Happy Meal toy is. Because that might play a big part in in how they they fight this. In okay, my well, mind, I'm gonna Google most dangerous Happy Meal toy. Okay. In my mind, it's a mini Transformer action figure. But let's yeah, let's figure out. Oh what my this god! Is. Like they could get inside of it like a mech. Yes, exactly. Yes. Lydia says uh, Beyblade. Interesting choice. Beyblade. Beyblade. Would be a good that one. is good. Uh, okay. Oh gosh, with Beyblade, you could you could if you distract your opponent fast enough or for long enough you can use the hoverboard to accelerate speeding oh. up and then you have a defensible position and then you have a defensible in position this joust. i always say in the no, art no, of war defense, it says yeah. always have a defensible position <laughs> on top of a hill under a beyblade inside a transformer all great options yeah I'm going to go ahead and just put this in the chat i don't know Ryan how you're going to pull this up but i i do feel that people are required to see this toy Okay. Um, this is uh, was this was an actual Happy Meal toy um, in the real oh, world. That is that is very. Is this for Shark Tales? For real life. It, okay, yeah. So let's get that up on the. Um, uh, hold on, I'm trying to figure out how to best do this. Oh yeah, this I didn't is really... this is wildly cursed. Yeah, I didn't mean to uh, throw Wait, that much. A link here. to it in the Twitch chat. Yeah, can you can oh, you no, link no. it? Can you link it in the Twitch chat? Just put I... the the. Just put a window over top of Jeremy real quick. Everybody yeah. will see it. Yeah, just pull uh just pull the the window in. Don't worry about changing stuff, just put it over me. Goodbye there everybody. Bye. Cover up Jeremy. There yeah, so here's the worst thing in the world. Uh this is an actual toy that, that is was so extremely cursed and I hate yeah, it. Yeah, that was given to children. And that is what is inside of the, the, okay. the McDonald's box, I feel. Now, if that's the case, I think that might actually give Squidward an advantage. I would say this looks like a squid. Right, I think exactly. Squidward, Squidward sees that and sees the horrible image of a squid 
kind of a, a caricature almost, to be honest. Yep. And he's going to be so filled with white hot rage that he's ready to fight SpongeBob. Oh, okay. One thing I didn't think about is that squids can change color. Now, I don't know if Squidward has ever done this on the show, but they can. It's a known fact of squids. So Squidward could change into that figure and, and kind of oh, wait. just kind of wait. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now that's, that is something else. Guys, uh, I think we may have come to a conclusion. I, I think I'm ready to go. Um, I think I'm, I'm ready to, to call my, my champion. Uh, but I will let you guys get any last remarks in if anybody has any. I, I, I don't think I do. I think I think I've come to a conclusion, just like you. Yeah, I think, and I sounds like by my guess that we might all be on the same conclusion. But I don't. I don't I'll know. I'll go actually. first. Go ahead. And I'll say uh, Squidward will be the reigning champion of this battle. Jack, go I'm, go ahead. I'm thinking Squidward's extra movement due to his arms and legs, his white hot rage due to the horrible, horrible character of a squid that he just had to lay eyes on. Plus his lack of a fear of death. I think that those three things are really going to put him over the top in his battle with SpongeBob. You know, those are all great points. And I think they make Squidward a really powerful contender. But I think uh, the versatility of SpongeBob's body and honestly, his just carefree nature. I think that's what's going to give him the victory here. He's... Oh, I, we also didn't mention that SpongeBob is full of holes, so even if that is true, we got a good hit in. There's a small chance that it could just go right through his body and not count. Yeah. Quick question: I, um, Does it hurt SpongeBob when he changes forms? Like, is he I don't in think pain so. and just smiles through it? I don't yeah, think you don't so. remember the I don't part think of we can tell. where he turns into Texas and he goes, "Ah!" <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying he might do a good job of hiding it. That's all I'm saying. And That's that, fair. SpongeBob turns into Texas and one tear comes down <laughs> and his his teeth are all gritted. Now I'd I'd like to get Chat's opinion on this. What what do you guys think? Who which one do you think is the the victor here? SpongeBob or Pat or Squidward? Not Patrick. Patrick has nothing to do with this. Patrick would win though. Patrick yeah, dive yeah. bombs through Pat the top. <laughs> Patrick is pure the chaotic open, energy. The open from the, the top bro. <laughs> Out of nowhere. From the top arch. Oh, no, Patrick has been hiding on top of the Beyblade the whole time and has just oh. been laying prone. <laughs> and then as as Squidward is spinning it up, he goes flying off into SpongeBob. Okay, that's interesting. Weaponized, weaponized Patrick. Ooh, 2020. SpongeBob cuts too easy. That's true, actually. You can cut through a sponge pretty easy as well. But SpongeBob can dodge pretty quickly. So I think, I think that's... That that kind of counters him. Wow. So SpongeBob has something to fight for, Pat says, which I would agree with. That's a good point. Roy what says Squidward, Lady says Squidward. SpongeBob is aerodynamic. That's interesting. Oh, he can gain some speed very quickly. Surely. I think otherwise. I think a sponge is too easily affected by when you throw, like, think about throwing a sponge. It's going to get some resistance. Think about throwing it. a sponge and think about throwing a squid. Which one goes further? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, all I'm saying is you don't go to a Detroit Red Wings game and see people throw a bunch of sponges onto the ice. <laughs> they would never be able to do it. They'd never be able to do it. <laughs> Eight legs beats two. That's 
That's fair. That's, that's true. That's simple that math. That is math. That is that's that easy is math. math too. Oh, but she said two factorial, so. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's that is still for, more destructive. Yeah. <laughs> Squidward hey, is too much Jeremy. of a destructive force. That's that's the one thing I think. That's what Jack brought up about. He has like he he kind of isn't doesn't fear death. Um, I think that plays into it. So it's, it, is I think it's a close. Nothing to lose. A exactly. Squid I think, with nothing to lose. I think it's a close close fight. So I think All we're right. kind of tied up here overall. The dust settles, and there's be- bits of there's crumbs of French fries and sesame seeds and bits of little apple pieces everywhere, and that weird penis squid looking thing is laying on its side, <laughs> covered in ketchup. And Squidward looks down his nose at SpongeBob as he points his his foil down. And Jeremy, what does he say? He says, hey, "Before you say, wait, 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 before you say it, you have to pinch your nose and say it like you're Squidward." <laughs> You can do this. This is for all those Happy Meals I didn't get when I was a kid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, it's even worse because it doesn't even have anything to do with SpongeBob. It's all. It's it's all... <laughs> Squidward might might as well have just been fighting himself back there. <laughs> Ooh, real, real quick, hot hot new take. Uh, Steph says, "Remember that episode of SpongeBob where the bully tried to beat him up and he just absorbed all the punches and they didn't hurt?" Yes, but I have That's a rebuttal for that. You're not you're not punching SpongeBob, which I do agree is malleable. Is going in. You're getting in there with a foil from fencing, and you could tear through. So you're and you're thinking surface of... area makes a big difference. Yeah, because that... you can get through the sponge right. with the point, and then kind of cut him up. So he, he he's got he, he he his his defense stat is high against blunt blunt weapons. Yeah, but yeah, any, yeah. any anything that's a stab or a damage. slash, he takes right, he takes right. he takes bonus damage on. Correct, correct. <laughs> they get advantage on. Ooh, SpongeBob can re- reproduce by budding. Infinite SpongeBob. Now that I think that's a disadvantage because that means just Squidward has easy targets. You yeah, ever been in an online video game and there's only one of you? There's it's there's only one other player. It's like you just keep dying and all the other people. Yeah, but have you ever played Halo when all the grunts come at you with grenades? This I is. That, I mean, that's very. That's very. Uh, plural SpongeBob <laughs> Sponge equals SpongeBob. Hilarious. <laughs> I think. I think. This harkens back to that situation that we talked about with how many toddlers could you fight off. Eventually, there's going to be too many. Eventually, if Squidward can't find a way to to stop SpongeBob by the time... It's like a Hydra situation, right? If he's... I guess it really comes down to is Squidward smart enough to realize that he can't continue to cut through SpongeBob's otherwise, lest he create more sponges. That's a good point. We keep saying cut SpongeBob. They are just fencing, which is just a touch. That's true. There is no slicing really involved. Not, it's more just true. a touch. Not I with got that carried attitude. Away. In my mind, this was a fight to the death. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think with that, uh, we I, mean, I feel we like can... it might as well be a fight to the death. Yeah, I mean, it's, it really for pride, fight to the death of pride. But uh, is there Sorry. new information that we would Lydia like? Just brought up a good point of can't you stab straight into SpongeBob's heart? Because uh, then he can't continue to regrow, which I also think is good. But to, again, this is not a fight to the death. Both contestants should should ideally big be walking away with their lives at the end. Of I do like how this has divulged quickly into a fight to the death. Um, but with Squidward just barely squeaking out that win, I think we are going to say good night to everyone. Uh, yes. If you enjoyed this episode, 
please subscribe to us on whatever podcast platform you yeah, we're uh, on we're on spotify we're to. on like google podcast pocket cast apple podcasts we're pretty much podcast everywhere bigpodcastmarket.gov <laughs> 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 Additionally, if you could leave us a review, that would uh, be great with getting the podcast to more people, as well as telling other people about the podcast and how much you enjoyed it. Share this. This will be on Facebook at some point. Share it with your friends. Say, hey, I had a part in this, and that was really fun and funny. Um, if you want to email us, uh, our email is tell me about that podcast at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at TMATpod, uh, and we have Facebook, tell me about that podcast. Oh, I almost forgot to talk about my Uncle Jack on this podcast. Oh, that was oh, super embarrassing. Shout out to the, to the boy Uncle Jack. Real uh The real, man who made him. The man who <laughs> Nope. The man who is the brother of the woman who made me. Uh I don't know how, if you know how uncles work, Jeremy, but it's pretty cut and dry. Uh but just shout out to him. Love what he's doing out there. Uh West Coast living big science guy just want to shout out to him but um that's really it for me thank you everybody so much i you know what guys you know what i think we should do to, to end up the podcast what's that we should say our names all right oh, we uh, definitely should do that my name is jack jack b i'm jeremy and i'm ryan let's jack. do 100 more push-ups okay let's do it oh, one two three